0: Before we get into the episode, we'd just like to mention that due to the current global pandemic, we are conducting some of our discussions with guests on online mediums and therefore there might be some inconsistencies in audio quality in the conversations. Thank you so much for your understanding. Please note that the topics, issues and areas discussed in this podcast may cause distress to some listeners, as well as the possible use of bad language. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome back to Addressing the Elephant the Mental Health podcast. My name is Rachel and I am the host. Um, Today's episode uh, begins with... A slight apology in the sense that today I have a conversation with a guy called Jacob. Um, I've known Jacob for a number of years and we just kind of had a chat about, um, you know, the impact of COVID and kind of things to keep ourselves ourselves well. And especially Jacob is a young person. So we kind of had a conversation about the impact and the, the reputation that young people have been getting in the COVID pandemic. But... I recorded this podcast with Jacob probably two months ago and like a lot of people I just struggle with time management and tasks at the moment. It took me longer than it should have to edit and release this podcast and I I suppose I just genuinely I want to apologize to Jacob that it's taken me this long because I think anytime I and I've spoken to Jacob so many times since here since and I just think he's really well spoken and if anyone who's listened to this knows Jacob you know the kind of guy he is um and every time he's been like yeah it's no problem not at all so um I did actually want to just take the time and acknowledge that uh, Jacob I apologize that it's taken me this long to edit and release this podcast um but I do hope that you enjoy um the conversation that I have with Jacob and yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna stop talking and get to the podcast I'm delighted to be joined by Jacob today. Jacob, how are you? Hi, I'm good. Can you tell us a bit about yourself, a bit about who you are, what you do, all that sort of jazz?
1: Well, hi, my name is Jacob. I am 19. I live in Galway, originally from Poland. School here, and I am in first year college in AIT, studying social care to become a youth worker. I've been involved in youth work, Ireland, for donkey years. I've God knows how long. I don't even count anymore. I've been um I started off doing summer camps and then I did after school programs and then I started helping out with different stuff. And then I started doing more kind of interactive work with Youth for Ireland, helping them with summer camps and becoming a a junior youth leader um, Mm -hmm. in training uh, during summer camps and after school programs. And then I joined Corla, where I was lucky to be voted in as national executive for the Mm -hmm. year of 2020. 2018 to 2020. So for um, anyone that doesn't
0: know, Kuala is uh, a youth council, basically Kuala <laughs> and a youth council. So we have them in different regions. You would assume would be Galway City. Um, 31 regions. Yeah, so there's 31 regions all over Ireland, and then each region has a representative uh, nationally. So that's what you're on about, being the national executive, just for anyone who doesn't know yeah. what Corlin and Oak is.
1: Um, so yeah, Corland and Oak national executive. Um, so I've been there for two years. So meeting a lot of new people, meeting the ministers, uh, got roped back down to Galway and started doing a lot of more work in locally in Galway.
0: Um so um, amongst all your different things that you are involved in I, from a previous conversation we had I do believe that you're involved in the 50808 service um in Ireland are is that you're still involved
1: um yes I have been involved from actually when they started off Um, Mm -hmm. They were looking for people from out because I'm also involved with Mm out. Can you explain as well
0: just what the 50808 service is throughout your your blabber as well?
1: um, So I've been involved with out for a couple of years and through out, then when I turned 18, presented this new forum, which is 50808, which Mm -hmm. used to be known as Crisis Text Line. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was introducing the whole concept to us and saying that it's only starting off and that if anyone would like to be trained, it's a six-week process of becoming a trained uh, crisis volunteer so you're getting trained to um, help someone that's in a high uh, kind of uh, high risk kind of in a lot of stress and anxiety Mm -hmm. to kind of bring them down and help them uh, get through their crisis uh, period that they're in. Um, So they'd text us and they'd get a response and they'd be talking, having a normal conversation with someone that's trained to to talk to to them and have a normal conversation with them. So we'd bring them down from that kind of uh, crisis level and bring them down to um, a level of ease and be able to calmly think of a situation of what you can do next and how Mm -hmm. you can help yourself. Yeah, because I thought...
0: It, it it's a really interesting um uh, needed service i mean i personally have a, a, an issue with the word crisis but i do understand that people are in crisis i think that not everyone gets to a crisis point but they still need support so that's kind of my personal uh, thing with the word crisis but i do realize and uh understand the benefit of it just um also for anyone that doesn't know spun out is uh, ireland's youth information uh website kind of thing just for anyone that uh doesn't know what spun out is uh, spun if you fancy reading a few articles like you always have about 47 different projects on i don't know how you have the time to do everything that you do i struggle to, i try my best <laughs> yeah exactly i struggle to do a job and record a podcast every now and then but you're just like i'm doing this 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 this
1: um i can just say that i'm very good at organizing my time um and um yeah I just keep plowing on because if uh ger- especially during lockdown now um I like to keep myself busy um mm-hmm. because I think I'd go mental if I uh, wasn't keeping myself busy or doing something because I think it's very important to keep yourself busy keep yourself doing something mm-hmm. um even if it's 20 minutes a day half an hour a day do something that you like um, mm-hmm. uh, because it'll just help you so much more getting through this
0: Pandemic. And I think that that's a really important point because I think a lot of people are are struggling with lockdown. So again, I'm going to talk uh, from an Irish perspective. Um, I do know that some of my friends in um, America, and Canada, and Australia and stuff listen to this. Um, it's really cool to see the different countries come up on on the podcast. But I, I from an Irish perspective, I know we're in currently in our third. Our third bigger lockdown, like we've just been in a constant state of lockdown, shall we say, since about March 12th, I think is when they sc- closed the schools last year. And then it was kind of like oh, a, I that a, a, a mini kind of, just the schools were closed for two weeks, two weeks we will all back to normal. And then they locked the country down. And I think the first lockdown we had, like people were kind of, there was the fear because people didn't know what was going on. But then we also had very good weather um, so that kind of helped people that, you know, we, at least we can go outside, we can go for a walk. It's kind of a new thing. So a lot of people were reaching out and, you know, zooming with friends or, you know, decluttering part of the house or doing new things and finding new ways to connect, which I think is, um, on a personal note, I think that's a really beautiful thing that has come out of like COVID and the lockdown and stuff that people are finding ways to connect and finding the things that really matter to them. And then the second lockdown came. <laughs> And it was a bit darker and it was a bit rainier and people are like, oh, we've already been here, but we kind of trucked on, we kept going. And they're like, okay, we're going to open now before Christmas. And have great Christmas." Then they locked it down again. And now people are just going kind to of like. Get me can't. out of here. Get me out of here. So not only have people been working from home, but then like, you know, there's the, the frustrating part about it. Like oh, just will it ever be over? There's the kind of fear part about it because people don't know. And there's a fear around, you know, being sick or you know, unknowingly like I have a fear. I, I see probably five people in the week that aren't my family, and they're probably the people that work in my local store. Um, but I still have a fear that I would, you know, make someone sick. And I was like, I see minimal amounts of people, but I still have that fear. Or, you know, there's um just not connecting with people how we used to, or not being able to experience, like for example, you said you are in college. But you've been in college on your computer since you started. You I've never been
1: on campus. You've never had oh. on campus.
0: You haven't had that proper college experience. And I think it's just reflecting on all these different things and how they are impacting on us. And like you said, it is really important to find those things in the everyday that I'm not saying like, I don't think I could do what you do and just do everything and keep going. I think. I wouldn't be able for that. But I do think that it is beneficial and important to find what does work for people because um, that seems to work for you. But I do agree that I, even if I got like an ounce of the enthusiasm and what you were doing, um, it would definitely help me having some structure to my day. Like I know for a while, because I, I didn't have to get up, I wasn't. And now I have an alarm clock. But yeah, so like you said, it is important to, to find the things. In the different perspectives, like I know young people, um got a bad rap uh, in Ireland anyways for going out partying and not you know uh, abiding by restrictions and stuff like that as a young person what is what's your perspective on a the perception of young people and then B or maybe we can switch these because maybe it's more important to find out how it is for a young person in lockdown um and all that sort of stuff because you also did the whole leave insert not leave insert, type thing and um, so whatever order you That's feel like answering that question fire away
1: yeah that stress of um leaving cert <laughs> brings brings back bad bad memories I did do the leaving cert in 2020 yes um I've been caught in that whole um argument am I doing a leaving cert am I not doing leaving cert so um I remember the day that schools were closed because uh, mm-hmm. I actually had a headache from all the exams and stuff and the stress because mocks were coming the week before the couple of weeks before that so it was a very stressful moment, so I decided to go during break, um, sign out from school, go get my tablets at home and go back to school. And on my way back, I'm just, you know, looking on my phone, looking through Facebook and all I see is uh, Leo Varadkar announcing schools are closing at six o'clock today and you won't be back to school for two weeks. So I was like, oh, yeah, that'll be two weeks to study more and then mm-hmm. uh, it started going that it would be maybe a week after Easter and then two weeks and then three weeks and then just kind of lockdown came and schools are closed mm-hmm. and everything's closed so young people were like okay what the hell is going on uh what are we gonna do what are we gonna like are we doing a leaving cert are we not doing the leaving cert so the stress started kicking there mm-hmm.
0: because and they then, actually they made the decision quite early about the junior cert and that the junior, the junior cert
1: was very early it was kind of A mid April kind of early May. I I I
0: recall there was at least a good two or three weeks between like the juniors, they were like, Yeah, we'll just do continuous assessment, it's fine. But they even said they're like, Hmm, we'll still make this work, will we? Um, yeah, very dragged out. And like, I know you were saying about your teachers and stuff like that, but like, I'd say it was stressful for teachers as well because they didn't
1: know yeah no um like I felt, I really felt sorry for the teachers because the teachers didn't know what to do with us mm-hmm. but it was just very sad for all of us as well because we were literally in the middle of planning our Debs um so like Debs that isn't something I thought about as
0: well hmm? that isn't something I thought about as well you didn't have a Debs
1: yeah Debs cancelled our graduation mass and um for in my school graduation masses are the best thing ever and I think like most people didn't have that, but. Um, fair play to my school they did a really good job and they kind of tried uh, to do it online which Mm -hmm. they did so um, moving on then from that it was lockdown and uh, people were just kind of like the first lockdown were like oh we'll meet up with like one or two friends you know they'll still and fair play to young people they were keeping the distance Mm -hmm. but I think what was very much um, annoying for young people was the perception that oh this is all because of young people young people Mm -hmm. aren't um young people aren't looking out for the elderly young people don't care about covid mm-hmm. it was the same thing with young people and social media young people and facebook young people and snapchat young people don't care young people have feelings mm-hmm. young people do care young people have grandparents young people have families sisters brothers uncles nephews whoever in the family we have a, we have families we have people that we care for we have people that are sick and we have people that are healthy we look after each other and so when for me when I hear someone saying oh this is because of young people Mm -hmm. it's like a ticking time time bomb in my head I'm like I'm going to write a mean comment underneath this person being like how could you even say that about young people what what, like oh I could explode and start saying it but then I think back and I'm like you know what leave it off because I understand we're in a pandemic and I understand everyone's frustrated and this person could have just been in the heat of the moment and just said that mm-hmm. or they could have just said the truth but like everyone's entitled to their opinion but like before you say something think about how the the person would feel about saying it mm-hmm. um it's the kind of saying I think everyone would say at any situation and um, that's going on but especially when it comes to saying stuff that young people don't care um we do care yeah. um but people also do need to understand like our childhood our teenage years have been kind of taken away from us Mm -hmm. and we've been locked in locked in our houses can't see our friends you know graduation masses cancelled communions confirmations like times to times that would bring so many good memories Mm -hmm. um to young people and so many good memories to family members as well um weddings are cancelled you know everything is just up in the air getting cancelled and concerts and stuff like the first like i was meant to go to my first concert with like some some of my friends i was meant to go on my leaving street holiday with my friends and now you know we're in lockdown like you can't travel anywhere you can't go anywhere you can't even leave your five kilometers outside outside your radius of the house Mm -hmm. like it's just crazy so saying that this is young people's fault it's not only young people's fault it's everyone it's not a fault it's just it's something that's happening and we need to look after ourselves and we need mm-hmm. to look after others as well.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think as a whole, people need to do that. Like, yes, I, I'm sure people would point out, like there was this whole uproar, shall we say, about, um, about I think it was like maybe 200, 300 students gathered in, in a place in Galway. um, And they were like, oh, students are ridiculous and blah, 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 blah. blah. Galway as a region, I think, the universities and everything in Galway, they probably have something like 20,000 students between them all. And I'm yeah. like, that is a minority. That is like, I, I'm not gonna math, but we'll say that's like 1% of the student population. And you're just writing off all of the young people. And you're, 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 like you said, people were lumping in kind of teenagers, all this kind of stuff together as well. And it's just like, no, like people need to cop on. Like, I mean, it's in the nicest way. Young people aren't the ones that are in the she beans in the back arse of Cork or Kerry or whatever. Like, young people aren't the ones that are driving around. Well, I mean, some of them might be, but we can't write it off and blame young people because.
1: And another thing that comes back to my memory now as well young people aren't the ones that are going mental when shops opened and Christmas shopping started. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, fair play to families that were able to to stay together and be together but there's families that couldn't like Mm -hmm. I always go back to my to to Poland for Christmas and this is the first year I couldn't go back to Poland for Christmas and my my family was like very very touched by it because it's always like I've moved out from Poland when I was seven Mm -hmm. um it's been always a thing that I always go back for Christmas and it was just you can't go back you know you're in lockdown um poland doesn't like if you go to poland you're in quarantine for 2 weeks so i'd have to go back a full month back mm-hmm. um which then means like college uh, if college was to happen on campus i couldn't go because i was in poland in lockdown so it's just you know picking what's what's worth it and what's not worth it really but um yeah like it's just situations where where young people aren't always the ones that are in fault mm-hmm. um that we need to kind of look after as well um, and just kind of take a step back and think about what you're actually saying mm-hmm. um, because there is young people that are in situations like this and there's young people that are in, in situations where they lost some loved ones, you know, and it, it, it is a very touchy subject um, with a lot of people. And I think when we, when we grow up and in 20, 30 years and they're, you know, learning history and they'll be like oh do you remember what happened in 2020 I think a few tears would shed definitely Mm -hmm. um because it was it was a stressful situation but the one thing that we can do is all stick together get through this together and you know take the precautions listen to the government to a certain extent Mm -hmm. um and and you know and take it easy like on Mm -hmm. each other and because we're all we're all going through this together we're all fighting this whole pandemic and there's nothing much really we can do from our point of view
0: yeah, no, except for, like you said, you know, be, be smart about it and, you know, wash your hands, wear a mask, don't, or I we, we'll channel our old, um, what's her name, don't take unnecessary journeys, Um that was a weather warning in
1: Manion, the Trisa Manion,
0: old... there
1: we yeah. go. Um, Manion, my good old friend.
0: But uh, yeah, like, just stop, like, I, I get that it's frustrating, I really do, um, I think we all get it. Um, and we're just kind of waiting for it to be over Marianne in inverted commas, but, uh, yeah, but I, I I don't want it to be kind of like us just talking a downer about uh, the pandemic and and lockdown stuff. So from your perspective or experience, or uh, as you said, you're trying to keep yourself busy and trying to do lots of stuff and, you know, keep a positive mindset during lockdown. What are some things that you, um, I, I don't know suggestions and tips. I don't know, like I, by by me asking you tips, it's as if I'm expecting you to be an expert on things. I'm I'm not expecting you to be an expert, um, but I suppose I'm just asking you from your perspective. What are some things that have worked for you that might work for other people to help them with their mental health during lockdown?
1: Well, I hope Hopefully. you have time until tomorrow because I have a whole lot of lists.
0: Right. Well, I, I get my pen. Let's go. Do,
1: do, 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 Let's do. go. So, um, first, the first thing I I did in lockdown um, was look back at what I loved doing before COVID, mm-hmm. um, and then researched into it and see if there's stuff that I can do online. So I loved, 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 and you can call me whatever. Loved going playing bingo. See mm-hmm. point Friday night. Go play bingo. It's great crack.
0: I have to say it is
1: amazing. <laughs> And I'll tell anyone that, um, never done bingo, go try bingo, mm-hmm. go try bingo. It's, it's great crack. Um, not advertising gambling or anything like that, but it's a great uh, hobby. It's a, it's a fun thing to do as well. So on, um, I know there's a lot of clubs, um, opening I, think around.
0: I think it's even funnier for, for me, shall we say is I barely understand bingo. I know someone shouts out a name, you dab it. And if you get it, you're like, whoa. But then there's people that are like, especially in Point, it's a very competitive bingo nation. So like you rock up with your two little books and you're like, oh, great. And then there's people there that have six books and they're there every week and they have their different colored dabbers and they're dabbing twice and you're like yeah. And then you're like, oh, hey, look, I won a tenor. And they're like, how dare you come into our realm? So uh, I think for me, that's even the better part is watching like, uh, not laughing at other people because I get them, I win or whatever, but it's like seeing how like enthusiastic and passionate people are, are about yeah. it. and it's like. That's gr- like you go for being enthusiastic and passionate about this. So I'm guessing you have a few different colored dappers.
1: No, <gasps> no, I only have one blue highlighter. And um, anyone like I always went with my neighbors, uh, granny and my neighbor always went with us as well. So it would be uh, two Aldi's, how we always said it, two Aldi's and two young ones uh, go and play in bingo and Seapoint on a Friday evening. And each one of us would have our own different hi- colored highlighter and go sit around in the circle, pass it on each game. Everyone has the different color. And um, it, it was hilarious as well, because my very first bingo, I've had no clue what I'm doing, mm-hmm. no clue how to say that I'm doing bingo, how to say um, I'm checking or whatever. And uh, I I get the full panel, of 100-01, and like, bingo, check, bingo, I think I yes t- t- Come here. Started shouting around and this old woman and god rest her soul she comes up to me she goes fair play i know it's stressful these animals would bite you alive (laughs) and there am i sitting i'm like thank you (laughs) and the man comes up checks my book and i'm just listening to him calling the numbers and he goes 22 26 24, 24 i'm like jesus i couldn't even count that fast never mind say numbers that fast and then he goes yep 100 euro, bangs it on the table go off we go and the one tradition that I always realized was when someone at the table wins money you mm-hmm. take the money and you rub it on the other people's books so it gives them good luck yeah never knew found out but what they're doing online now is well because it's online as well mm-hmm. but what they do as well is um because you can react on Zoom. they There's like one reaction when you win something, you pass it on to others and everyone, there's a an emoji that you receive it and stuff. So it's just, it's there's still that kind of connection with people mm-hmm. and it's really, really good as well. So bingo is uh, I think a passion of mine at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I definitely suggest that, but there's also like Zoom classes, uh, Zoom, Zoom back classes, um, gym classes. Like there's so many other things that you could do online um have a few drinks with your friends on a Friday evening
0: um and you can actually not- I, I don't think a lot of people know but when you look on online there is a lot of different things that are like free board games online so I played yeah. battleships online with a friend before or we found a, those- cheap, a cheap knockoff version of um Cards Against Humanity so a couple of us went on a zoom call and uh, we played then together um that was interesting <laughs> um i mean you can have quiz nights yeah i mean you have to have someone that will make the quiz but there's a lot of different things that you can do um but yeah so (laughs) um, we have bingo we have online social interactions we have sports like gym classes and
1: and if you have an alexa alexa will sing to you alexa will talk to you alexa will tell you to do something you can play simon says with alexa alexa is great Mm
0: -hmm. I suppose there's also like I think I'm getting a bit Netflixed out to be honest um but have you other things that like I mean I know for me like I I'm someone that I've traveled a lot and I like like being outside and I was looking forward to you know traveling and seeing a bit of Ireland now we're in our 5k and I'm just getting sick of walking the same road all the time
1: it's something that we have to kind of just keep an open mind to that we'll be back soon but yeah keeping yourself busy joining for young people there's a lot of online uh youth work stuff a lot of campaigns that you can get into um trainings online so there's definitely stuff that for everyone you just mm-hmm. kind of need to find out what you want to do and what's your kind of idea of um mm-hmm. A good hour of time
0: yeah so and even just- actually just a, a, as a tangent that like you were saying training i know some people are like yeah but if i do a course online i have to pay for it then and granted there are courses online that you have to pay for but actually if you have linkedin linkedin has linkedin learning and while yes there's some of the linkedin learning courses that you have to pay for or you have to have like a premium membership which you can get free a month of um a month free trial um so you yeah. could do that that free month but then also they actually if you get looking into it there is actually a lot of courses on it that are free and that you can sit and watch and learn for free. Um, I was doing a, photo- uh, a Photoshop course and a photography course and all that sort of stuff. And they're there and they're free. You just maybe have to sit and kind of scan through their absolute massive library of stuff. But that is somewhere that you could do courses um, and it's free to have LinkedIn. So if you don't have a yeah. LinkedIn, thing, create an account or something like that.
1: Yeah, there's definitely like so many places that you could do there's all online courses everywhere but yeah just kind of look into what like what you're involved what you like doing what you're involved in and just kind of search it up and see if there's anything that you can do online
0: or get back to reading I started reading I've read six books last month three of them were proper books um so you could start reading or pick up a new hobby or art do some art do some knitting I'm, I'm atrocious at knitting so I'm never going to try again but you know crocheting um even though like the country's in lockdown i do believe that some of the art shops are able to like do delivery orders or click and collect that so like support your local art shop and place an order and they'll post it out to you it'll take a few days to get to you but you know then you could create some beautiful artwork for your house or you can try your hand at paper mache or make a tea cozy in the shape of an
1: elephant so taking up a new hobby um, become a social TikTok influencer.
0: <laughs> um, if you know how to use Twitter, you can teach me because I haven't a <laughs> On a tangent, you could also educate um, those around you. So you could teach, I mean, if you're into TikTok, you could teach your mom all the TikTok dances, but you could teach someone how to, you know, if you have, say, a parent or a granny or a granddad who doesn't know how to uh, do much other than read the email on their iPad why don't you teach them how to do a crossword on the ipad or something like that um because i suppose like if you think about it older people are maybe a bit more hesitant to leave their houses and go to buy the newspaper where they can do the sudoku or where they can do the the crossword or something like that so now if you can get that on the ipad win win i mean always
1: something out there for us to do
0: there is and i think it's just trying to support like you were saying earlier on trying to support each other trying to keep positive and keep keep the good side out as we say yeah. um and keep going because that's all we can do and we can just be there for each other um but yeah there's there's so many things we can do it, it, we're all like i said we're all in this same boat we're not on the same journey actually so i really could think we might all be in the same storm but we're not in the same boat so like my experience like i i would say that i am privileged i have the internet i have access to a phone i have food in my presses not everyone has that accessibility or I have my car if I feel like driving five kilometers away so yes we're all in the same storm we're not in the same boat people need to acknowledge that it is going to be more difficult for some people but we do need to support each other in whatever way we can and um, you know try and get through this that's all we can do at the moment
1: and also like if you're feeling lonely and feel like you don't have someone to talk to like if you have social media throw up a zoom link there's bound to be someone that's in the same situation as you, and you might have a, a, a friend during lockdown. You know, mm-hmm. I've seen a few. I've seen a few um people setting up groups to to support each other to have conversations. Mm-hmm. I've seen Zoom links flying around Facebook to to join on this night, that night to have some fun here, have some fun here, have some chat and stuff. So, you know, there's always something to do, with something to mm-hmm. do, and um just you know, think about what you could do yourself or mm-hmm. think about what others could do with you. Mm-hmm.
0: Or even reach out to those friends that you haven't heard, like you haven't linked in. Like I know uh, during the first lockdown, I, uh, so in two th- six years ago now, believe it or not, I left Ireland and I went to Finland and I lived in Finland for the year. So during lockdown last year, I, created a group chat with all of my housemates that I used to live with in Finland that I still like we chat like but there's only one of them that I kind of consistently talk to on a very regular basis but I put everyone and I was like is? is we're all in lockdown anyone fancy a video call catch up and uh six six of us are there some people I have not spoken to in four years um or we might have text but we haven't seen each other so like reach out to those people that you know from abroad I have a friend who I know from America she's currently living in Costa Rica um we made Christmas decorations together before Christmas so yeah just find ways to connect to people that like, Jacob thank you so much for sitting and having a conversation with me today I think we just kind of got a little bit lost in the rambling of COVID and things you can do but I think it's important to even acknowledge that You know, there is a lot of stuff that you can do just kind of I and I liked the way when you started it off. So I'm going to I'm going to end on how you started in the sense that you sat down and you had to think about what are the things that you loved to do before COVID and how can you change it and incorporate them now? So even if you take the time today, not, not, not you specifically, but anyone listening to this, if you take the time today to sit down and have a think about maybe what are some of the things that you loved doing and try and reframe it like, oh, I used to travel all the time. Well, why don't you go and on to Google Maps and traverse around the Seychelles on Google Maps, pretend you're in Seychelles. I know it's not the same, but it's, you still learn, or why don't you go learn a bit of a language for your next visit or something like that? So make a list and try and adapt and try and figure out some way that you can uh, tie into the things that you're passionate about, the things that bring you joy, even if you're not able to properly do them now or do them the way you ordinarily were used to doing them.
1: Does that make sense? It so does.
0: Jacob, thank you so much for chatting with me today.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Thank you for listening and uh, taking the time to listen to my conversation with Jacob. Uh, As always, if you want to get involved, if you want to have a conversation, if you have any ideas for podcasts, any different types of thing you want to engage with, um, please do reach out to any of the social media at thegreenelephant.ie on Facebook and Instagram and greenelephantmh on Twitter. Um please do do reach out the website is www.thegreenelephant.ie um reach out whatever way kind of suits you um and yeah thank you for joining and thank you for continuing conversations about mental health um i'm slightly changing the way i do the podcast a little bit so um hopefully i'll i'll get a few episodes coming up in the next few um weeks and i thank you uh for listening and opening a space to have conversations about mental health Address the elephant in the room. Your mental health matters.